Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage, edify, build up. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America into the republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. And in the end, there will be justice, justice for all. Even though we may not see it in this country, in this time, in this day, there will be justice. Because you are a created being. You are not a random act of chance. You were created for a purpose, with a purpose, in the image of a holy God. We believe here that it's a religion that you were created by the God of the Bible. Father God, through his son, Jesus Christ, who came to earth, who went to a cross and took the shame and sin upon of the entire world, of every being that's ever lived upon himself in an instant and paid for it all with his blood, with his sacrifice. And he rose again on the third day to be our Lord and Savior to be in heaven at the right hand of the Father interceding for us those who put their faith and trust in Him so if you do put your faith and trust in Christ be encouraged today you're heading the right direction and if you haven't done that yet do be encouraged to do so because it is the only way in which this life can be lived with true purpose with true understanding with true wisdom the bible says fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom you cannot have wisdom without fearing god you can feign wisdom you can have supposed wisdom as many professors in collegiate institutions throughout this country claim to have but it is humanly wisdom it's humanly focused it's secular minded typically When you start from the premise that evolution is true and that we have a society that's based on random acts of chance, that we were all brought about by this anomaly of of molecules coming together in just a certain way that built up over time, that somehow evolved through a series of death and destruction, Versus you were created in an instant by a being that has a lot more knowledge than we do. A lot more understanding than we do. That is higher than we are. His thoughts are. Much like a human's thoughts are much higher than that of an ant. And it's very limited in its capacity and its thoughts. And we, in contrast, though less limited, I think, in that same way, are so when it comes to the things of God. There's only so much that that we can understand, that we can know, that we can do. I can't speak and heal somebody's arm or eyes as Jesus Christ did when he was here on this planet. But yet he did, and there's eyewitnesses to it. We have at least, excuse me, at least four books in a book called the Bible that speak to that. 
So that's what uh, we're doing with this podcast. We're beginning with the Word of God. We started in Genesis 1 talking about the creation. And we're just going to, we're going to go through the entire Bible with folks and each day have a little bit of commentary on that section that we read because we think it's important to put your trust in what's been given us. Again, there's two ways to believe. There's the Bible and what it has in it and trusting in what God gave us first to understand the world around us to analyze facts based on the Word of God, to analyze truth based on the Word of God. And then there's everything else. There's Buddha and Confucius and Muhammad. There's all kinds of other religions. And then there's the religion of evolution, which tries to circumvent all religions and all faith and say that we came from a bowl of soup billions of years ago. So in Genesis chapter 10, we read this. These are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Sons that were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Rif, Ripath, and Togarma. The sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim and Dodanin. From these, the coastland peoples spread in their lands, each with his own language, by their clans in their nations. The sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sapta, Rama, and Sebekta, The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod. He was the first on earth to be a mighty man. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore, it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, in the land of Shinar. From that land, he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ir, Kalah, and Razan between Nineveh and Kalah. That is the great city. Egypt fathered Ludum and Enamim, Lehabim, Neftuhim, Pathrusim, Kazluhim, from whom the Philistines came in the Kaphtorim. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arbidites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the clans of the Canaanites dispersed, and the territory of the Canaanites extended from Sidon in the direction of Gerar as far as Gaza, and in the direction of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adama, Adma, and Zeboim as far as Lasha. These are the sons of Ham by their clans, their languages, their lands, and their nations. To Shem also, the father of the all the children of Eber, the elder brother of Japheth, Children were born, the sons of Shem, Elam, Ashur, Arpachshad, Lud, and Aram, the sons of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpachshad fathered Selah, and Selah fathered Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, 
For in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan fathered Almodad and Shelath, Hazmabath, and Jerah. Man, they had some names back then. Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obol, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Joab. Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan, the territory in which they lived, extended from Mesha, the direction of Sephar, to the hill country of the east. These were the sons of Shem by their clans and their languages and their lands and their nations. These are the, the clans of the sons of Noah, according to their generations, in their nations. And from these the nations spread abroad on the earth after the flood. So we have a record uh, of Noah's family beginning to populate the earth. And we have a record of it happening written down for the purpose of explaining that to us today some 4,000 years later and so again you don't have to put faith and trust in that you don't have to believe what the Bible says but again it's a choice you can believe something else there are many other stories out there quote unquote that you can put your faith and trust in including the evolutionary concept that somehow you evolve from lower forms of species or you can say hey look you know these guys somebody was around back then and wrote some stuff down and and it's i would think pretty accurate you know he talks about all these different kids that this guy had and then this guy had and then this guy had and so there's a record of it so why would i need to to go back and try and put my faith and trust in something else that there is no record of, that there is only conjecture, there's only an inference that, oh, this happened because of some fossil record that doesn't really say anything, but just shows a bunch of dead stuff was buried at one time. And we really know nothing about it other than it was alive at one time. These creatures were alive and now they're dead. We don't know exactly how old they are. We don't know... You know, in some cases, we know that what they were having for dinner because there might be an undigested uh, something inside the stomach of something else. But we don't know exactly when the dinosaurs lived. We don't know why animals got that big back in the day. You know, we see the bone structures, we see the fossils, but the rest of it is just playing games. And it's, it's trying to uh, put our desire or our faith into the situation and it doesn't explain anything so the fact that that a lot of these professors and a lot of these people that will try and describe evolution to you that it's somehow scientific are just blowing smoke it is there's nothing scientific about it the the premise is somewhat scientific like hey we found these bones and we measured this amount of um carbon in them yet or this amount of whatever material and so based on on our guesses we think it's 600 million years old by our own dating methods well again what makes your dating method more accurate than anything else it doesn't you know you know the decay rate of something but that's it and you know if you really look at a lot of these dating methods they use it's a joke to even go back more than a couple thousand years because you can't do it reliably and accurately. But they do. So 
again, I would rather put my faith and trust in something that is a written account of something that happened. This earth was flooded. Some, I would guess, around 4,000 years ago when you look at the, the timing of the Bible. And things changed from what they were originally. You know, when you flood something, I, I look out my own, uh, my own property. We have a creek that runs through our property. And we recently had two days in a row where we had you know, inches and inches of rain. And it flooded uh, pretty good to the point where, you know, down the hill on the backside of our property, it was like a lake. And uh, the amount of water that flowed through there completely changed the creek that we have. And it widened it up, uh, lowered it. It's not as deep as it was before, but it's also not as skinny. And it took out a lot of the material that was in there and moved it downstream somehow and just eroded it instantly. But then it deposited a bunch of new stuff. And so it's, uh, it's quite interesting. You know, I can see how the flood would have changed the landscape of the earth quite a bit. So, again, do you want to put faith and trust in a detailed account of the pop repopulation of the earth, as we see here in Genesis 10? Or, hey, we know, we know humans are about 10 million years old. Because uh, we found this here fossil. So, who's the heck in that sequence, right? I'm sorry. I need to I need to throw some humor in some of this stuff more. I get a little bit serious on it. But it's, it's not a funny thing. It really is serious. So, hey, have a great... Uh, let me pray. Lord God Almighty, thank you for this day. Thank you that uh, you've given us so much to put our faith and trust in. You've written things down that we need to know and understand. Lord, I pray for the folks that would hear this, that they would trust in you and not in their own desires, not in their own thoughts, not in their own wills, but your will, Lord, and what you would have for them. So we thank you and praise you for a new day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. Come back anytime, and we'll catch you tomorrow. small things like me and her on a porch swing for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if i still got breath in these lungs then that's all i need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama for my friends